Good morning, Patriots, and welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. I have my co-host with me this morning from the Epic Times. His name is Nat Hong, and we're going to be going over the the mandates, right? We, we've, we've all heard the masks are coming back, vaccines are coming back, Joe's gone to Congress, and he's asking for more money to create a vaccine that actually works. Why would he do that if the first one worked? So either he's lying now or he was lying then. But we're going to go into that. We're going to talk about ivermectin. We're going to talk about uh, a city in California, nonetheless, uh, with a city council majority uh, Republicans that, along with the mayor pro temp, uh, banned federal mandates, uh, vax, as well as masks uh, in their city. And... uh, I think that it's, uh, as stated, is a great blueprint for everyone else to do exactly the same. So we're going to cover that and more. But let me introduce to you Nat from the Epic Times. Now, Nat, we've we've talked before, and we'll we'll, we'll go over these things. Uh, We have some future stuff here planned, I think, for uh, our next show that's going to go over with that. We're going to go over some stuff with China how they're funding some school districts, and that kind of uh, a little furthering of what we touched on already. But you brought this story to my attention about uh, the Huntington Beach, the city, city banning uh, the, the, the mandates and that sort of thing. Um, and, and, and if I'm not mistaken, this is where you're from, right? This is where you're at? Yeah, I live in the area. Okay. W- what are the people saying? Well, um, Believe it or not, the people there are very patriotic. They uh, even have done uh, weekly weekend protests um, during the COVID lockdowns, uh, you know, during the period where there was a lot of question about the votes. And, um, you know, they came out and did parades uh, on a weekly basis, usually on Saturdays. They would do car parades uh throughout not only the city but throughout orange county as well Mm -hmm. yeah i remember the uh at the reawaken tour uh, i spoke with uh, a few gym owners one who went to jail more than once uh and another one who just no matter how much they find him every day he just kept his gym open uh he 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 got to go fund me (laughs) and i think they were fining him fifteen thousand dollars a day before they finally saw he wasn't going to give in and they stopped they eventually stopped and oh, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. They eventually stopped. I have that interview. Um, I, I, at, at some point I will break it out when, uh, I, I believe Chris is going to be coming on the show. So, um, uh, they, I, I forget the name of the gym, but were, were you there for the entire, uh, 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 reawaken tour? Did you just, were you there on the last yeah. day? I was there the whole time, but uh, we were out front uh, where the vendors are because, you know, my official capacity is to promote subscriptions Mm -hmm. uh, as a contractor, actually. And um, so I'm here, you know, sharing my knowledge based on my own personal understanding and enlightenment of what's going on uh, at this point in time. Yeah, I I, I completely. uh, We spoke at length. Many times, uh, the you have the same passion for what you're what you're trying to get out there, what what you're trying to convey, as I do. I mean, we're we're in this fight, and 
I, you know, people like us, I don't, I don't think we have any option. I don't think we can shut that part of ourselves off. I mean, it's, it's bigger than we are for some reason. There's a drive, something that pushes us um, that I just, I, not everyone has. We're, we're just built. Yeah, absolutely. We're built for Truth it. Truth will always prevail, right? Yeah. And, 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 and if not, at least I can uh, look myself in the mirror, you know, on my way out of this world and, 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 and be okay with the way I lived my life. Um, yeah, I think you'll be fine. Keep the faith. <laughs> <laughs> I have no options. So here we go. I, I want to jump right into the clips that uh, we're, we're going to go over. We're going to talk about um, the mass. Before we jump right into the city council, Huntington Beach, what happened, who took part, what they said, who voted this way, that way, and why, uh, we want to give you the backstory a little bit. We're going to talk about masks. You probably noticed that you've seen a lot more people right now wearing masks than you have since in a while right since they've declared the pandemic over now all of a sudden there's a resurgence i caught covid i got married on august 14th i caught covid on august 7th ish right um i i immediately took ivermectin the first day i keep it on hand i have it not far from where i'm sitting <laughs> honest to god I, I i took it every single day after the third day, I stopped testing positive. I was fine for my wedding. Uh, we were we were scared that we were still going to be positive for the wedding. Now, whether or not we're positive and we don't uh, think that ivermectin is a death sentence the way that they um, they bill it, I still wouldn't want to go uh, into a situation where I'm intentionally infecting people because I'm callous, right? So. Uh, I uh, I took it. My wife got sick a few days after m- me, and she did she did the same thing. But by the time our wedding day rolled around, we walked down that aisle just perfectly, and there was That's nothing. Fantastic. I mean, look, it, it's we've gone through the ringer when it comes to COVID. I, my wife is deaf in her right ear. Uh, she got. The, the 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 shot and she got boosted i tried to talk her out of it at the end of the day i let people make their own decisions i i was there yeah. at the walgreens when i followed her in to the Walgreens. i went with her and all the way up until the time that pharmacist came out to put that shot in her arm i'm like you really don't want to do this <laughs> you shouldn't do this Unfortunately, it's it, it, it may have been anecdotal or funny at the time, although I, re- I really didn't think so. Two weeks later, a little over two weeks later, um, she stated that she felt tremendous pressure in her head, uh, in both her ears, is uh, the, the kind she described you get when going up into high altitude. And uh, But her ears, she said, that's what it felt like, but her ears wouldn't pop, so they kept this full feeling. Eventually, the left one, uh, the pressure subsided, and her hearing came back. But the right one didn't, and she's deaf, literally all the way deaf to this day. The shot she took, uh, she did under the emergency use authorization given by the CDC. And as a result, the insurance companies do not want to pay for the cochlear implant needed uh, as a result of the vax injury that she received, we're still fighting that to this day. Now she's she's got a uh, a very good ENT who's helping her, who's given her the protocol 
that she follows in order to remove the spike protein from her body, one of which I actually will post uh, on the description of this video as well so people have it. You, you guys have to know there is a way to get that spike protein out of your body. And the one that goes into your body also by way of the vaccine, um, you know, that, that's just a way of getting rid of all of it, right? It's just a reset. And we know this, and we know the protocol works. Doctors have pushed this protocol. But obviously, our government uh, sees fit to silence people in the medical community who disagree uh, with the pervasive narrative. And I'm sure you've witnessed that. We've all witnessed that, right? Um, Scott Jansen, as a matter of fact, if you look behind me, Scott Jansen, uh, Scott Jensen, rather, I'm saying it's Jansen. Scott Jensen, how, uh, however, uh, put a book out called We've Been Played Ex Exposing the Triad of Tyranny. And uh, he, he was kind enough to sign the book to the Patriots Prayer. And um, I, I've gone through this thing on more than one occasion. And uh, just a very insightful look at what, what the government did, why they did it, uh, or, or why he assumes they did it, which I agree with his assessment. And also um, the way that they tried to scare people by relabeling the deaths uh, caused by COVID as, you know, from gunshot wounds, car accidents, heart attacks, whatever the case may be, um, if someone died with COVID as, a res as opposed to of COVID, they were classifying it as COVID deaths. The hospitals across the country uh, were cashing in on federal money, so they were urging their doctors to do the same. Um, they called it conspiracy theory, but back in March of two thousand, uh, March uh, of two thousand nineteen, I believe was it nineteen? I believe it was March of two thousand nineteen that Deborah and I may be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Uh, but Deborah Burks uh, got on stage with Anthony Fauci. They were doing one of their news conferences that they did when Trump and everybody was coming on TV on a daily basis, and uh, she was called out for it. She was literally called out for it by the press right on live TV and then defended the fact that people, the how she told people not only to dial up the PCR tests, dial the threshold up of the PCR machines uh, over the 35 range, which would find uh, damn near anything. So people were getting a lot of false positives and, as a result, false negatives. I can attest from my own experience that at work we send our guys during this time. We send our guys out to be tested. Um, one of those groups did not show up to be tested. Yet the following was a day or two later, we received an email from our testing firm that stated that all 10 of those who did not show up were COVID positive when our our immediate reply was, and that's very interesting uh, because they weren't tested. So <laughs> this is this literally happened. It actually happened. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus and use our company name or anything like that. But this is right. You know, our, our safety director and others have a very good laugh at the fact that this actually happened. So let's jump into this. We're going to talk about the mask mandates and all that. But I want to preface it by educating the audience a little bit on the fact that masks don't work.
and you can't why why would you say that well this is why i would say that take a look Masks are making a comeback, or at least Democrats, public health types, universities, and the media want them to make a comeback. And their efforts have been somewhat successful, as we can all see a definite uptick in how many people we see wearing masks at the grocery store, on the bus, or subway, or even sitting alone in their cars. But why is this happening again? What has changed? Is there really a terrible new COVID surge? And would it matter anyway since masks have already been shown to be completely useless? Or is there new evidence that somehow, miraculously, masks work after all? We look at the latest studies, the latest fear-mongering, and reflect on why this is happening now. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. So, what, what do we say to that, Nat? What do we? How do you? How do you reply to Mr. Fauci here? Well, I didn't hear any of the audio there on the video, but uh, okay. for me personally, uh, having uh, studied biology and uh, knowing that the mask. Um, the smallest hole, apparently, in a, in a typical mass uh, is 500 times larger than the, a, a virus. So I always took it as like you're trying to stop running water with a sponge. Uh, the majority of it's just going to go right through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it's really as basic yeah. as that. I mean, I think the yeah. holes in most cloth masks are between 7 and 10 microns, which is how they measure them in microns. However, yeah. the, 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 the COVID uh, virus itself, uh, uh, something like 0 0.03 microns. So you can fit a thousand cells or, or uh, individual cells of COVID on the pinhead of a needle. Yeah. And if you think that wearing a, a cloth mask um, or even an N95 or any other mask is going to stop that. Um, it's not. It, it's yeah. really not. It's probably it's going to be worse for your health in the in the long run. For sure. And um, you know OSHA and they had already put out you know their guidelines and they were saying in order for a mask to work, you actually would have to wear an entire hazmat suit and be in like a uh, controlled environment yeah like a lab or a, a hospital because if you slightly adjust or move that mask that seal's broken and um you know the virus a virus can easily come through at that point in time but for me uh, i know that viruses can enter the eyes through the ears even the skin, you know, it's uh, partly porous. Yeah, your skin is porous. Uh, yeah. yeah, so so it doesn't, you know, unless you just uh, hide away. And But there were a lot of cases of people that were stuck at home. They didn't even go out 
and they still got the virus. So why is that? I I, I would have to absolutely agree. Now, if we have we have people that you know in in construction and this sort of thing that wear N95s that aren't surgeons, but they wear a version, a respiratory mask uh, uh, of an N95 uh, mask, just like we see in the hospital. And so if they go into a room full of paint, right, they're spraying paint all day long, they're breathing it, so they wear these, you know, for their health. Uh, Any one of them that takes that mask off after painting all day, and this is through a gator, a rubber gator, a mask, goggles, everything. When they take it off, there's paint all the way around their lips, regardless, regardless of the mask they have on. So then let's go to the other side of the issue and say, well, what if they're, well, it does at least help some, you know, even if it's a a little bit, it it helps some, uh, the just in case, whataboutism that the people on the other side of the aisle try to use. Then I would jump to the deprivation of oxygen for the person who wears the mask for too long, a prolonged period of time. The fact that it doesn't work, you're not in a controlled environment, so it doesn't matter. To me, it's tantamount to me saying to you, Nat, the only way you can come outside tomorrow is if you wear a purple T-shirt. And everyone who wears a purple T-shirt can fit into this crowd of purple T-shirt crowd. Uh, And if you happen to come outside wearing a red T-shirt because you disagree, well, shame on you. What do you think? I am unable to hear you right now. I think we're having some technical difficulties. That wasn't working. How about now? There it is. There it is. That's the one. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah, but it seemed like we were just being tested on how much freedom we were willing to give up because, you know, if you truly follow the science, uh, it doesn't work. That's right. But why would you place something in front of your face, especially if you're, you know, uh, sick or even not sick, because the body has to get rid of, um, you know, waste. Uh, And and, um, so bacteria that you know, we breathe out, there's a reason why we exhale to get rid of that waste. And then you're catching it right there in front of your face. Yeah. And then it's being reabsorbed into the body. <laughs> I, I, we're going to talk about the 19. Hold on a second here. Let me find, I can get rid of that echo. Maybe that'll work. No, it won't. <laughs> All right. Um, let me turn this down just a little bit and see if we can fix. We're having some technical difficulties, folks, but we're going to work them out. So if they continue to push the envelope of how far are we willing to go, how many people um, are going to listen to this indoctrinating message and how many people are going to be pro, how many people are going to be against that way we can weigh out when is a good time. Uh, I mean, let, let's just, I, it, it doesn't matter if we're talking about COVID. It doesn't matter if we're talking about a socialist communist takeover of uh, our country. I, I think it all comes back to the same thing. I, I don't, I don't believe there, the one is different than the other. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, well, uh, based on uh, my understanding of uh, China's intent, 
Uh, they call it unrestricted warfare for over four decades. So I feel like much of uh, the policies uh, that we're seeing, much of what's into the public by the media, uh, entertainment, it's, it's part of their indoctrination. It, it's so much um, information warfare as well as uh, brainwashing and indoctrination. So uh, from looking at uh, everything that I've found on uh, the Epic Times, especially regarding communism, the Chinese Communist Party intent, uh, it, it's all there. And uh, if people were to go on there, there's a series of videos, about 20 or so videos, how the specter of communism is ruling our world. Uh, you know, if anyone that questions any of this attack on the United States, they should really go through and look at those videos. Well, well for those of us who are actually awake, are you have your headset on? Or are we no, going through no, the laptop? I took, it, I took it off, yeah. You can put it back on. You can put it back on. I, I, it wasn't working. It was strange. Yeah, you're, you're all right. I, you're I, all right. I, I just switched I, it here. I just switched it here. I'll try it again one more time. But while, while, while Nat's taking care of that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play a clip for you, which is the, which next, is the next in our series. In our series. As I said, I want to educate you guys, patriots. I, I want you to understand what the reality of this medical tyranny is and why we know it's false. And, and the biggest thing I want to get across to you is that they know it's false too, and they don't care, and they're still pushing it. So that's that's what you need to pay attention to. Listen. In 1918, there was a massive mask mania, including widespread use of mask mandates. The masks didn't work then, just as they do not work now. A study conducted after the 1918 pandemic found that masks did not work. Studies between that time and the COVID pandemic showed over and over that masks do not work. A study right in the early days of COVID, but before the politics of masks, mm -hmm. wasn't any different. Masks do not work. If they did, then obviously the government would have mandated masks right away instead of imposing right. draconian lockdowns and all kinds of other useless measures such as hand hygiene. Even the World Health Organization admitted that masks did not work. They stood firm until the summer of 2020. When they suddenly changed course and recommended masks, it was due to political pressure. That is right. Everything goes back to one thing. And one thing only, and that's politics. The politics of this whole situation. We we saw in in, in your area, we're, what we're going to get into, that Huntington Beach area, uh, as well as many other areas over uh, across California where uh, people were, they lost their businesses. They completely lost their businesses. Um, Two-thirds of small businesses that shut down uh, during the pandemic did not come back, which was the res the result of that was the recall uh, for Gavin Newsom, which for some odd reason, uh, he won the recall election. But the reason for that recall election was those, you know, those tyrannical lockdowns and all those uh, uh, Orwellian style uh, rules and everything that they tried to impose on people that they didn't then themselves didn't follow. 
Nancy Pelosi was sneaking into her hairdresser. Uh, you saw videos of Gavin Newsom out to dinner with friends. Nobody was wearing masks, social distancing. All the things that they said were necessary in order for us to open society back up, uh, they didn't do themselves. What what do the people in your area say about that? Yeah, most of the people I spoke to, they actually supported the recall. They supported Larry Elder. And, uh, yeah, Larry uh, uh, was a, you know, um, I love Larry Elder. Yeah, I mean he's fighting. He, he's fighting a, a, an uphill battle right now, trying to get on the the uh, the ticket to to run yeah, uh, for president. Uh, he meets all the qualifications necessary to do so, but for some reason, the RNC, the good old boy club, uh, it, it just it, they 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 don't want to approve his. Uh, they don't want to approve his candidacy. Right. Yeah, so he has a show on the Epic Times NTD television as well. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, while he's running for for president, because the media doesn't endorse any politicians because they truly want to stay uh, out of the politics uh, because it's all about, you know, reporting truth. Uh, he's uh, holding off on his show until his run is finished. Sure. I remember Mike Huckabee did something similar Um he had a Fox show and, uh, you know, now he has his own show on uh, CBN. Uh, yeah. Very cool guy. Uh, his, his daughter is just, I, I love it. I love her. Sarah Huckabee. Uh, she was um, probably my favorite uh, person to uh, be a press secretary. Yeah. It, and didn't it, she just uh, go ahead she's, and uh, she's a governor. That, uh, the state of Arkansas is not going to. Uh, consider any um, mandates as well. That's right. And believe me, that that woman's tough. She's yeah. she's not about to give in or bow down to any of this that they're they're trying to push on the public, especially not her own people. Right? She's not going to allow it. Uh, she she is a very stand up person. I like I said I the the worst press secretary I've ever seen by far was Kareem Jean Pierre who openly lies on TV. It's, it's funny. I mean, you can really do an, an entire show on the lies that she constantly tells, and uh, it, it's, it's, it's really, like I, I told you before we start this, it's like they're not even hiding it anymore. They tell blatant lies. Joe Biden gets caught lying and then wait till the next news conference, and he tells the same lies. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Uh, according to him, he was in Selma. He marched in the civil rights uh, marches. He 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 visit. He tried to visit Mandela. Um, all kinds of things, which all turned out to be completely one hundred percent not true. One hundred percent not true. But luckily, I think we are. Well, here's my prediction. If you've seen the news today, you saw they charged Hunter, right? Just sidebar, real quick here on the subject. But you know they charged Hunter, and now yeah. I fully expect within the next twenty four to forty eight hours from now. That uh, it Trump is going to end up with some other kind of a charge or something, yeah. uh, some or there's just going to be some something that the 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 media hones in on, some tragedy, something to get people away from looking at the news that just came out about Hunter. Yeah, new distraction, right? Exa- exactly right. Uh, let's go on to the study on masks. And he brought up the Cochrane Institute, and um, 
uh, the Cochrane study and what they what they found. But uh, I'm going to preface this with uh, another study first in that same uh, reporting. Um, are you are you able to hear the? Uh, are you are you no. study? You're not able to hear the. No, uh, not not the video. Yeah, not the videos you're playing. Huh. Very strange. So what I'm going to do real quick is if the audience will give me a little bit of levity here. Uh, I am going to see if there's something that I can't do now to fix that real quick. Uh, video, highlight, audio, see. But you can hear me just fine. Yeah, yeah. Very, very strange. Um, copy solo link. There it is. So I got the audio turned on. You know, we're, we're just trying to figure out a lot of this stuff, guys. Unfortunately, I am not, uh, you know, I don't have my own engineer on board or anything like that. But um, if this did previously work, uh, Noisegate is on. We're going to try it again. Tell me if you're able to hear this. Since 2020 has found the same, and it's no. not for a lack of trying. The author of the first proper post-COVID mask study said he really wanted it to work. He wanted to show that masks work, and he was as disappointed as anyone when his own study found that masks did not work. By the way, that was the Danish mask study, which, unlike many other studies, did not rely on anecdotal or observational information, but was conducted as a randomized controlled study, which is the gold standard because it split thousands of people into two groups, masked and unmasked, and then compared outcomes. So he was talking about the blind study there, uh, Nat, that was conducted uh with people who wore and people who did not wear masks to see if the outcome of the people infected would be different on one side and or the other. What they found was, no, it, it wasn't. Um, and and so that, that leads right into if we know these things and beyond knowing them here because of this study, we know them because Fauci uh, said so in his own emails that the masks didn't work. I mean, yeah, yeah. He, he admitted it on more than one occasion. Now, the the next one here is the the one that uh, Bill Gates study he did. Let's listen to this real quick. A more recent study, which was sponsored by the Bill Gates Foundation, found that masks had no statistically significant effect on COVID infections. Masks did, however, have a very detrimental effect on children's school performance. More masks, worse performance. Now, just like the Danish author was hoping for a different outcome, we can assume that Bill Gates also was hoping for a different outcome. But it wasn't to be. So, Bill Gates did a study, more or less, and in that study, Bill Gates was hoping that the outcome of his study would show that the mass worked. And I guess he, he funded it because that was what he wanted the outcome to be. Unfortunately, the outcome was anything but that. So the Cochrane study, the one that he cited in the previous interview about uh, how he knows the ma that masks do work and these sorts of things, actually states pretty much the opposite. They do this a lot, where liberals will cite a study or, or a known company or a medical journal or something of that nature to say, uh, to try to prove their point, except for 
if people actually go read or look at that study or that journal, um, they will see for themselves that it does not say what they tell you it says. In fact, in most cases, it says pretty much the opposite. So um, I'm going to play the Cochrane study, the N95 mask don't work, and listen to what they say. I switched some sound around that. Let me, let me know if you're having a problem hearing me after this. And then there's the Cochrane study, which was mentioned at the outset, which Fauci was confronted with. There are over 7,500 such reviews in the Cochrane Library. Of course, Fauci knows exactly what Cochrane is and what they do, which is why it is doubly insulting that he would try and gaslight people into thinking that the Cochrane study was just some random outlier. In truth, after reviewing all the evidence, which in this case was a review of 12 randomized clinical trials involving hundreds of thousands of participants, the authors found that masks do not work. The Cochrane Review concluded that wearing a mask probably makes little or no difference compared to not wearing a mask and reducing the spread of COVID, flu or other respiratory illnesses. But there's more. Cochrane not only concluded that medical and surgical masks were useless, but that N95 masks were just as useless. The use of a N95 P2 respirator compared to medical surgical masks probably makes little or no difference for whether someone gets an influenza illness. Recall that whenever anyone points out that a piece of cloth in your face isn't going to stop COVID from getting through, the goalposts are magically moved. So, first of all, you can hear that, right? Yes, 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 I, can, yes, hear, yes I can hear now. Yeah, so uh, I... I 1,500 such Oops. reviews in the Cochrane Live. Apologize. So, there it is. Studies are conclusive. All studies are conclusive. Matter of fact, there's not even one study, not even one that exists today that show masks actually work. Not even one. So if there's not even one study that show masks work, why are they pushing masks? If there are no studies that show that the vaccine is effective against COVID, then why do they push the vaccine? I, I I can't I can't come up with a feasible reason. One I can't come up with any good reason. The reasons that we I all come up with a lot of money through the vaccines, right? A lot of money. And, yeah. And uh, having heard Dr. Judy Mikovits, she had stated that in order to patent a vaccine, you must patent the virus. Things of nature, like a natural virus, it's illegal to patent it. Mm -hmm. So these viruses are produced in the labs, and then you can uh, produce the vaccine to supposedly treat the uh, the, vac the virus, and then we can just uh, figure that out from there. Well... There, there were quite a bit of conspiracies, obviously, flying through the ether about this whole thing. Uh, Fauci obviously funded the gain-of-function research, which he stated he didn't, which is why he was referred for criminal charges by Rand Paul's office. 
yeah. immediately after which Rand Paul's office was uh, burned to the ground. How about that? Um, yeah, that's it, why it had, had to be done in China, right? It, it was, um, and, and I believe uh, a lot of the other biological research they didn't want anyone to know about they were doing was also being done in Ukraine. Right, right. Yeah, they admitted, yeah, well, times, they, they lied and admitted to it both within, I think, about a three-day period where they stated they didn't, well, first of all, they said there were none. And then the lady got on stage and said, well, we got to make sure that we secure them because we don't want Russia to get hold of them after stating yeah. they didn't exist. Yeah, and Epic Times even produced evidence that uh, our own government, the U.S. government, was funding the labs out of China. Well, if um, we are funding them and we, he got caught red-handed. Uh, if Fauci got caught red-handed, the, the NIH Eco Alliance ending up at the Wuhan uh, lab for uh, coronavirus or, or whatever it was. They were they I forget what was the exact terminology they used. It was like Wuhan lab for uh, it was coronavirus, right? It was something to that nature, but essentially it was named after the very disease that it ended up causing. Yeah, the, the yeah. two the two scientists that came forward came forward stating that this is not appear to uh, been a disease or a virus rather that uh, could have came about by in, naturally in nature. Uh, they changed their tune after Redford was kicked off of the conference calls. Uh, Redford, the head of the CDC used to be on the same conference calls that Fauci and those guys headed up uh, and they would have weekly, daily, whatever it was uh, calls. And then they started not including him on those calls. He started questioning their narrative. And they couldn't have that. So they just didn't include him. Um, and then the other doctors that were there questioning it, all of a sudden their stories change, and they both get $9 million grants from the NIH right after. Yeah. Immediately after. Well, from the Communist Party, we know their unrestricted warfare. I'd even seen a video from 2003 from a, one of their top generals. He stated that they can't defeat the U.S. in conventional warfare. Nuclear war is out of the question. So their best option is biowarfare. This is one of the main reasons why I tell people constantly, we have to stop importing things from other countries. If, if, we, don't, if we don't get uh, the United States to a point where we're self-sustaining, we're self where we grow our own food, create our own energy, uh, produce our own medicines and such, we are going to be dependent on other countries that do not have our best interests at heart, right? You have um, Ukraine right now that supplies most of the wheat for the entirety of the world, right? This is what their country, that's their largest export. Um, and, and now we know a lot of that export has been destroyed by this ongoing war. This war, by all, by all, uh, no matter how you look at it, it, it would not exist. This war would not be going on right now, except for the biggest superpower in the world is backing these guys and funding them, or it would have been over. I, I, I just don't see Joe trying to stop it. No one's trying to get in and end the war. They're trying to perpetuate it. 
They're trying to tell us every reason why we need to stop Putin uh, and, and, and why we need to continue to send billions of dollars to Ukraine. While even in the Maui wildfire uh, uh, scenario, they put together a bill that should have been completely for Hawaii, right? Um, but they included so much money in it for Ukraine that the Republicans then could not vote for it. And then what did they do? They turned around and tried to demonize anyone who voted against the bill without explaining the fact that they're not voting against uh, aid for Maui at all. It was because the Democrats played a trick and hid money, earmarked money in the bill that wouldn't have went to our country at all, but would have went to fund uh, the war against Russia and the Ukraine. It's a sad situation. That seems to be quite the same trend that's been happening ever since COVID, all the relief funds where the $1.9 trillion, uh, most of it went to overseas, even to Russia, China. Afghanistan. Iran. Yeah. I think the, the, the stimulus bill, the stimulus bill had something like, uh, Two billion dollars in it with some sick amount of money being sent to Afghanistan for gender studies. Yeah, true story. Then they yeah, and and they, like not, what nine percent went back to the American people, something like that. It, it's it's the ongoing story of politicians that are seemingly. Um, we talked about this earlier. I have no evidence to state the you know to back up the opinion I'm about to give you. But I'll use the same analogy. I see you grabbing the flour. I see you grabbing the eggs. I see you grabbing all the ingredients for the cake. I may not see the cake, but I'm assuming the cake exists. Or why else would have you? Why you would have gotten the ingredients ready? So, the uh, the, the 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 administration right now seems to make no good no good laws or. Uh, it acts and completely acts against the country to which it's supposed to be protecting, helping thrive, solve problems for whatever the case may be. We still haven't gone down to seeing the people in uh, East Palestine. Uh, when they when they went to Tennessee uh, after the Tennessee three were thrown out of Congress for interrupting session with megaphones and and protesters in the middle of chambers. Um, Kamala Harris went down there and it wasn't to go down and see the little kids that were brutal, brutally murdered uh, by the trans community to which they enabled. No, she went down there to race bait and give this entire speech uh, that would do more to divide the country than bring people together and solve an issue. They only want power. The problem is what they do with that power is exactly what you see now. When people look out their grocery stores at their world, turn on their news, and they see the chaos, the lawlessness, and all of these things, I don't understand how people can still have... I don't understand how he can still have a 39% favorable record. I mean, I want to know who these 39% are. And are they actually smart enough to walk down the street without wearing a helmet? I do not want to know. It's very, very hard to uh, imagine a world where somebody with any common sense can actually take up for some of the measures that they push. I mean, if you live well, you, in the you same world, I the do. Word divide, right? 
And uh, to me, that just goes back to the biggest uh, priority for communists to succeed is to divide and conquer. Yeah. That's happened in every situation where they've been able to take over. Yeah, they, they, they do it with uh, by dividing us by race, uh, by religion. All right. They were well, coming out of the 9-11 uh, thing. They, they were quick to call people uh, Islamophobes. Uh, and, and then when when Corona virus hit our shores, they called Trump a xenophobe. Uh, even though uh, he acted exactly the way he should have acted in the moment. And uh, they didn't. And then turned out that they were wrong and then blamed him for not doing it sooner. Even though when he did do it, they called him a xenophobe for doing it. It was they they just whatever which way the wind blows. It's that's it's really who they are. Which way the wind blows? Yeah. When China themselves locked down Wuhan, but then allowed the Wuhan people to travel internationally, just imagine American if, uh, city borders would continue to stay open, and they kept coming into the United States at that time. Yeah. So they wouldn't allow them to travel from Wuhan to any other province in China. They couldn't fly anywhere else within China. However, the Chinese government did allow the planes to fly out of China to other nations. To me, that's a biological attack. That is that yeah. is exactly what that was. And when Mike Pompeo uh, was talking like that, um, they demonized him for it. Because you got to understand, a lot of these people, Pelosi, Schumer, Swalwell... Um, all of them, in fact, well, Swalwell was sleeping with a Chinese spy for what, two years? He was living with her. I think, I think it was even longer from his beginning in local politics. Uh, they apparently were together and he ended up being the, I think the first freshman congressman to be on the intelligence committee. And then when they went to her she had already gone back to china so yeah i mean as soon as they find out they found out who she was and what she who she was really about uh for some reason she was tipped off and gone but up until that point she was a bundler for the democratic party so what a bundler you know what a bundler is yeah go ahead and tell me okay so so a bundler is someone who helps fund the campaigns this is a person that goes out and gets money and, and then, and you know, through donating the super PACs or your campaign directly. Uh, a lot of times these super PACs and these are, are created by uh, lobbies or interests because uh, individuals can't donate, but over a specific amount of money directly to a campaign, it's like $3,000. Anything above that is illegal, right? So Zuckerberg actually... Um, broke the law when he donated money to the tunes of millions to campaigns and he exceeded the amount of money he was allowed to by law uh, to donate. So they get around this issue with these people, these bundlers and these super PACs because they operate independently of the, uh, of the person who's campaigning. So then they can run all the commercials and things they want for their guy who they want to be president and then, you know, that money and so forth is not scrutinized because it's an, an independent uh, an independent source. Yeah, now, Julian Assange said that um, 
both sides of the aisle, the political hell, it's uh, are corrupt. So looking at the top senator, he married a Chinese woman. Her sister runs, I think uh, she runs the Central Bank of China, but anyway, she's a high-level Chinese Communist Party official. So have they been uh, funding his political career ever since they first met in 1989? Mm -hmm. He had an American wife, family, and then he got divorced and married this Chinese woman. It's it, it it's it's very interesting to me under the circumstances like we stated earlier, the CIA knew this, obviously, the FBI most likely knew it. They were already investigating. They found out at some point. Um, why in the world we're not seeing law enforcement, Secret Service, CIA, FBI, whoever it may be, why we're not seeing them act sooner, without. Uh, the administrations say so. Um, it just goes to tell me that they're playing, they're 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 doing this uh, this this agenda-based law enforcement. Essentially, we're not going to prosecute you because you're on the left. Whereas, if you're on the right, we have no problem prosecuting. Um, Gal Luft was a great example of that. They charged him with FARA charges because he didn't uh, register as a foreign agent. However, he was working alongside Hunter, Biner, Hunter Biden for the same people in China, uh, and Hunter Biden and nor did Joe Biden register themselves as foreign agents. But they did plenty of business with the CEFC and uh, Henry Zhao. But you don't see any of that uh, playing out. Well, I think now, finally, I, I didn't look at all the charges they threw at Hunter, but I, I, I think the gun charge was the one that carried the time that they were pushing the day on the news. But I'd be um, very interested to see if they actually levied FARA uh, violations against him. And Joe Biden should not be far behind at all. Well, and it's been several years since Epic Times broke that uh, the driver of Dianne Feinstein of over 20 years was arrested for being a spy. Say again, hold up. This is new. You just sprung this on me. Hold up. (laughs) <laughs> I, I Start again, please. Okay, so Brian Feinstein, her husband, I think he passed away a year ago, but they were worth over $2 billion. They've been doing business with China for over, I think, three decades, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And three, I think it was three years ago, the Epic Times broke. Which they're the first and maybe one of the very few that broke that her driver of over 20 years was arrested. So wow. I don't know if there's been any investigations on her, but, you know, if he'd been driving her for all that time, I would think uh, she would be suspicious, right? Suspicious or that was her handler? Exactly. One of the two. Now, we, we, right. we've seen... We've seen uh, uh, the the secret Chinese police stations, Confucius Institutes, um, China has its tentacles into our universities and even in our elementary and middle schools, high schools. Um, we, we're we're going to talk about well some of that in 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 on our next segment. But like I said, the more you start finding out about this, we can start off talking about COVID 
and we can start off talking about uh, uh, communist, socialist takeovers, spies, just the, the, the agenda and how they're hiding it. And it all culminates back to the same source. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's all the same thing. You, we, we, we went into this talking about mask mandates, talking about uh, 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 the, the city of Huntington and what they were doing. And no matter how you come at this issue, you end up, you know, at, at the, the same, same source. source. Yeah, at the same source the, the entire time. So let's let's see exactly what we're talking about here. So now, uh, preface this as best you can for us, Nat, about what's going on in Huntington, and and then we'll jump into the clips. Go ahead. Well, my understanding is that they had ended up voting before any potential dates were, you know, pushed down from the federal or the state level that there would no, be no mandates. And uh, it just came down to party lines, three Republicans over two Democrats. Hmm. So it, it, that's that's really the sad case in most in most cases. Uh, one of my uh, my favorite podcaster guy, Dan Bongino, right? Um, Dan is Dan is calls it the anti anti, and and what he what he's referring to is the fact that. Uh, it has nothing to do with any legislation, whether it be good or bad. They voted against it because the conservatives were for it. It has nothing to do with whether it's right or wrong at all, only whether it's right or left as far as an issue. We really need to get past that if we're going to find common ground and people are going to believe that government, regardless of Democrat or Republican, has their best interest at heart. When we can cite well, studies and in the future when all this has settled and the dust has settled i don't think there will be political parties anymore i think the people who have seen all of the corruption and not want any of it yeah unfortunately in this country we like to look at third world countries and point to them and say look they lock up their political opponents look they have a state-ran media those people don't even know what's going on or the truth we we point all these fingers at all these other countries. And in fact, we are suffering from the same exact problem. We're looking at uh, political administrations now targeting their political opponents. We're looking at law enforcement in our country going on social media and, and, and uh, invading all platforms, going through all platforms. I don't care if it's Facebook. I don't care if it's, uh, it was Twitter. Uh, I'm sure it's Google as well. I mean, if you've ever tried to search for something on Google that was a pro-conservative issue, trying to find a clip or a story based on something that you're reporting, have a hard time finding it. You'll have a, a you'll have a tremendously hard time finding it. Which is why, you know, when when I started this whole thing uh, almost uh, a year, a little over a year and a half ago now, um, one of the the very first sources that I went to to get the information that we were using to report on here at the Patriots Prayer was the epic times it was absolutely the epic times um fantastic it, it, it you, you guys are one of the few news organizations that really does uh, investigative journalism if i'm listening yeah, that's why when the four by three info map was done after 16 months plus of investigation regarding what was pushed as russiagate at the time it was called Spygate by the Epic Times. 
mm-hmm. how the Hillary campaign, along with the Obama administration, was spying on the Trump campaign to try to get Durham to w- easily win the election. But in fact, they were trying to defuse Hil- Hillary's 30,000-plus email. Yeah, um, I still want to know what she meant in that courtroom when she said, if I go down, everyone's going down. <laughs> that's that's what I really I think you're really want to see. I think you're going to see it play out. Well, my my main thing is I I, I am one of those in this in, in the court of I believe Trump will absolutely be president once again in a very short while. I I absolutely believe that the numbers meet that out. The popularity is through the roof, even though the media tries to act like it's not. It's I don't care where we're at. What, uh, what venue we're at? What sports game we're at? It, we we test this all the time. We test it walking down the Las Vegas Strip. All you have to do, if you if you believe that Trump is not as popular as he actually is, next time you're in a very crowded place, just yell out, "Let's go," and I will guarantee you that a crowd will shout shout back at a very short interval. Brandon, it, it happens every. I, I've done this as a as a test, just to just to show people. Watch, you don't think so? Watch this. Let's go, Brandon. And just it doesn't matter where you're at. We were at T-Mobile yeah. Arena, and, and and the same thing. It, it it doesn't matter where you're at. We, it, but here's well, before what, the election, just seeing all of the stadiums full of people mm-hmm. chanting that or supporting Trump when he came visit oh they go or, nuts absolutely yeah. nuts he walks into a college uh, a game of football basketball whatever the event is that he goes to they go ballistic when when yeah, and then seeing the biden events <laughs> there was maybe a dozen up to 30 maybe um that showed up to events right yeah yeah and they zoom in real close on them too, <laughs> just to make you think there's a lot more than what there are. You know, pull that camera back a bit, and and you'll see real. I remember when they did this uh, with the Tea Party protests when Obama was coming in office, but they did it in the opposite. They only showed the people's uh, the 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 Tea, the tea Party protest uh, with the cameras. They did camera angles and such to make it look like there weren't a lot of people. Do you know there were two million people? Two million people? That's nuts. How We've never heard of two million wow. people at a protest. Two, I mean, they, took, well, they look like grains of sand in the D.C. streets. Yeah, that January 6th, it was a really uh, incredible, I think, even a, not only a patriotic experience, but... Um, most of the people were very spiritual. You could sense that from the crowd. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. It, the the uh, footage that was released by Tucker Carlson after it was all said and done, when they when they finally let like sixteen thousand hours of footage go, um, what what the administration and those in the administration was afraid that, that would happen was exactly what happened. Look, uh, Jacob Chansley was released. The what they call the QAnon shaman guy. Uh, he was released, uh, but they gave him several years in prison. And now we have a new political prisoner, uh, Enrique, from the Proud Boys. Uh, it, it doesn't matter, folks, if you um, 
are a pro proud boy person or not that it that shouldn't matter right because we can't just lock people up because we don't like them the 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 question is whether or not he actually did something wrong on that day well he didn't and beyond he didn't uh the fbi came to him and told him uh all he had to do was speak out against trump prior to his arrest and they wanted to get him on record saying some bad things about trump and when he wouldn't do it lo and behold he ends up getting arrested shortly thereafter 22 years Nat, he was arrested 22 years he's sentenced and he wasn't even in dc he wasn't even there yeah that's i mean that's attacking your political enemies right yeah i mean he wasn't even in the area and yet this is what happened but on to huntington these guys stood together stood up and decided no more mandate and uh i just found it very interesting and I think just the the city of Huntington as a whole deserves a round of applause for the, uh, for what they've done and 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 for sure and it's one of my favorite places to go to anyway by the way when we take our little uh drives over to California and and we're staying there there's a couple of places we go Newport Huntington and up the coast to Santa Barbara we love those areas so yeah. uh kudos to them let's listen to what Roman is uh, talking about here, and we'll get into what they actually were able to accomplish in Huntington that everyone else needs to uh, also uh, pay attention to and emulate throughout the rest of the country. Let's take a look. Has just voted to officially ban all future mask and vaccine mandates as they relate to COVID-19. And this decision of theirs, it comes at a time when many of these different COVID mandates are starting to return piecemeal across the whole country in schools, in hospitals, in businesses, and even in local governments. And so the lawmakers in the city, they saw this action as essentially a necessary preemptive step to protect the liberty of their constituents moving forward. So it, he's exactly right. This, this had everything to do with individual liberty and has nothing to do with the health and safety of the citizens which were affected by these mandates. Um, it seems anymore today that the left side of the aisle is split. I do hear people on the left that don't like the mandates, don't like the vaccine and that sort of thing. They're not a monolithic group. Nobody is. The Democrats would like you to believe that they are. That way they can divide and conquer the way uh, you were saying. However, they're really not um, a, a monolithic group. They have different thoughts and feelings on different issues. You just don't see those people uh, getting FaceTime on the news or on TV or anywhere else. They don't want you hearing uh, that point of view. So, um, so real quickly before please. we move on, let me show you this um, Epic Times exclusive, the January 6th tapes, and it's done by Joshua Phillip. Can you see that? I can. Yeah, they have uh, extensive video footage that they broke down in there. Okay. Okay, so, so. What, what what was his take on what was his take on January 6th? What was Well, what... it's very in-depth, but they closely look at each individual that was uh in there. You just have to look for yourself. There was so much involved that I didn't even get It's it's quite long too. I didn't even watch the whole thing so i saw a part of it i believe and in the end the, okay. he was he was uh he was uh interviewing a young lady who was inside the Capitol alongside of them and she was videotaping uh what and then this is on my episode 
where I'm I'm interviewing Ashley Babbitt's mother, right? So Ashley Babbitt's mother and I had a bit of a conversation, and like I told everybody, and I'll say it again, the pain uh, emanates from her. And there are a lot of seriously ignorant people on this issue on the Internet. I've, you know, I post the interview out. I get uh, praise and hate, you know, obviously. Uh, And the hate comes from a place of people that call this girl a treasonist and whatever else. But what they don't understand is Michael Byrd. First of all, let me preface it back up. There were a couple of Antifa guys that were right there, right in front of that window where she was shot. They were the ones breaking the window. They were the ones agitating the people in that room, in that area, trying to propagate violence. And uh, the two police officers that were at a post in front of that door uh, were approached by an Antifa guy who was later interviewed by CNN, by the way, and they had nothing to say about any of the things that they did illegally on that day. They focused on Ashley Babbitt, even though the video clearly shows the man that they were interviewing Uh, using a stick or something to bust the window out. So they didn't even bring that up. So they're in in, the video here. They showed how the doors were opened. A lot of people there, especially on bullhorns and whatnot, instigated the crowd to try to get them to come into the Capitol. So there were, there were, there were plenty of people that were there that should have been arrested. Uh, Ray Epps, among the worst offenders of everyone there. The man was there uh, two days in a row um, trying to rile the crowd up, essentially saying, uh, we need to go inside the Capitol. We need to go inside the Capitol. There, and, and we have him on video, audio, saying all of these things. Uh, there's a separate video where he walks up to a group of young men standing in front of a barricade. And when he's there, he, he goes over and he whispers into one young man's ear, steps back, and then they just go hog wild trying to tear the barricade down. When the FBI was um, testifying uh, about this incident and as, as to why they wouldn't want the video footage of the people breaking into the Capitol, the rest of the footage um, that was shown by Fox News and Tucker Carlson at the time when he was there, uh, shown, they said, because it puts their undercovers in danger. Their term was UCs, undercovers. Um, so you're mm-hmm. telling, so and essentially what you're, what, what they were being, what they, what we were being told at that point was that there were undercover operatives there inciting these things in the crowd breaking into the Capitol as a form of entrapment for people that they later arrested because there were plenty of people that were in that building that were not conservatives. Uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, crew, several of the people on the late-night show for Colbert, who is an absolute Democrat, uh, were all released. They, they, They weren't charged. They weren't imprisoned. Uh, the two people I was just talking about to you that were both members of Antifa who did their own podcast later about what they saw, what they did while they were in, and later did an interview with CNN about that same thing, uh, they weren't arrested. So what they did was they, and then they went so far as to see where your phone was pinging, and they just picked and chose at that point from the people that were all there, which were thousands, and they just picked and chose who it was that they would arrest and who it was that they would charge. They weren't just arresting everyone. They were targeting certain individuals based on their political beliefs and affiliations. And there were plenty of people that didn't even go inside the Capitol. And they were arrested. Matter of fact, there was there's one uh, man who's running for Congress whose son 
uh, fell into that category because he was connected to a dad running as a Republican for Congress. He was arrested. He's yeah, in, he's in Texas. Yep. Ex- yep. You know the one. I forget his name. Do you know his name? Uh, was it Jeff? Yeah, I, I don't remember his name. But his son is in jail, uh, essentially for being connected to dad and never stepped foot inside the Capitol. His phone pinged. He was he was there in the, in in D.C. However, he wasn't in the Capitol. And Jeff Zink. Yeah, this is this in in this kind of stuff. This should as soon as this is proven, right? We shouldn't need uh, habeas corpus and all these things. You shouldn't need a day in court and any of these things to settle these issues. They're settled immediately. Did you go inside the Capitol? No. Is there proof of that? Yes. Here it is. Oops, sorry. You know, but that's not what's happening. That's yeah. Not, so that, Jeff showed me the video of his son actually trying to stop someone from breaking the windows. Mm-hmm. And his son uh, right now is in D.C. facing up to 22 years in jail for just being. Yeah, for just being there. Just being there, trying to do the right thing. Um, had, had, had great intentions, uh, but he was just of the wrong political affiliation. And and that. And that is what people need to understand and, and see. It's not about whether or not you're a Republican and or a Democrat. It's about whether you're right and wrong. And we used to be a country that if you were a Republican and another, well, excuse me, if you were a Democrat and another Democrat did something that was illegal, you wouldn't protect them because they were of the same political affiliation as you. You upheld the law. And as a result, it didn't matter what side of the aisle you were on politically. You got respect for doing it. We don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. So I want to go on to show these Huntington Beach, um, that you know, these guys that have led the charge in this. And it's coming, folks. Uh, they've, they've done let it slip out too much through the media and across the Internet everywhere that these mandates are, are on their way back. They wouldn't have done that if they didn't plan on doing something with it. But let's take a look at the rest of these clips and these Huntington Beach guys who really deserve our praise. Now, getting back to the main topic, the city that just implemented this new policy is Huntington Beach, California, located in Orange County, a little bit south of Los Angeles. And this fact is quite notable because California had some of the most stringent mandates in the whole country. In fact, you might remember how Governor Gavin Newsom he made a very special point to make California the first state in the nation to announce a COVID vaccine requirement for school children. This was then followed up by proposed legislation that would have eliminated the personal belief exemption throughout the whole state in regards to vaccines. Now, with the rekindling of mandates across the whole country, including in California, the lawmakers over in the city of Huntington Beach, they weren't taking any chances. And they have thus preemptively outlawed all future mask and vaccine mandates within their city limits. So, even, I think we talked about this and touched on it before, but even if a local city government, uh, even a state, it it doesn't matter, uh, decides that they will not abide by whatever mandate set down by the federal government, the federal government uh, does still have the right to come into that area and enforce their mandate and supersede state law. Unfortunately, that is the way our 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 laws in this country work. Uh, it was for a very long time that there were several states um, that 
you know, we're dealing with uh, the issue of, and this is how I found out about such laws. They were uh, uh, talking about the marijuana law, whether marijuana would be legal, illegal, what have you. And several people ended up going to prison because they were arrested by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, even though they were in a state where it was legal because federal law supersedes state law. So they were tried in federal court, but they wouldn't convict them in state court because the state had such things illegal. So it seems as though we have laws in this country that contradict one another. And it all depends on whether or not the federal government has it in for you as to whether or not they enforce it against you. And these mandates, uh, I mean, it, it's it's going to come down to people standing up for themselves and doing what's right regardless of the consequences. And that's I think what, it has to be constitutional, though. It does. All within yeah. the confines of the Constitution. So, for instance, in that clip we just saw, Governor Newsom uh, nullified the religious exemption for people who didn't want to get the vaccine. He's not allowed to do that. So just because someone says, I passed the law that says X, Y, Z, does not mean that that's actually law. Because if it contradicts the Constitution of the United States, the law is invalid. And, it, and, and you do not have to follow it. That is, that is a fact. So Mayor Pro Temp, uh, who we'll hear from here in a second here, is, uh, went is so far great? as to ban it. And then the three to four vote, I think it was, uh, for along party lines. Um, but she had some very interesting things to say. But let's hear what she says. Casey Vandermark, who is the mayor pro temp within the city, she explained the reasoning for why she brought this item to the floor as follows. The city should ban broad universal mask and vaccine mandates by declaring the city to be a no mask, no vaccine mandate city. I am asking that the city ban the broad universal mask and vaccine mandates, and I'd like to ask the city manager to return to council with the resolution at the next regular meeting declaring the city to be a no mask, no vaccine mandate city. So, the people for that over there? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you'll see so many people out in the streets if, if you know, freedoms and lockdowns were to happen again. So they, they're, they're in no way, shape, or form. What do you think the situation would be in this city should the mandates come down? Um, do you think that this city would be able to withstand or would try to withstand the onslaught of federal intimidation? Um, that, is, that is definitely going to come their way should, should they try to inf- uh, stand by the, the ban while they're trying to enforce a mandate in the same state. Especially, you're going to hear it first from what Newsom is probably going to be the first one in line to try to come at the city. How do you think they're going to be able to handle that? Yeah, they'll. I know they'll definitely protest. I have never seen a place that had done as much consistent protests as Huntington Beach um, all around the country. What I've seen. So the only place within California. First of all, that would pass a ban on mandates is uh, it was done as a result of electing a conservative uh, city council. Right. So that's number one. So here here it is uh, with the situation we kept talking about with the party line issue. Party lines strike again. 
And it's very interesting that it happens this way every time. This particular measure was not unanimous. The city council actually voted four to three with the Democratic minority on the council all voting in opposition. And in terms of why exactly they opposed this measure, well, here was what one member of the Democrat minority said during the meeting. Quote, none of us are public health experts. None of us are research experts. I'm the only person up here with a science and engineering background. For us to be making public health determinations when we're a public policy board is wild. And then another member of the Democrat minority added this, quote, it's almost 3 a.m. and we're sitting here talking about COVID, masks, and vaccines. Nobody has asked for this. However, on the flip side, you had the mayor pro tem make the argument that this resolution would protect the personal freedoms of the local residents. Here's what she said, quote, this is all about individual liberty and standing against government intrusion. Last time when this happened, U.S. residents were actually stopped from enjoying our beaches. We had state troopers with weapons guarding our beaches. And then you had the mayor of the city himself agreeing with her, quote, it's important for our city to make a statement that says what happened in the past is not going to happen in the future. We're going to fight hard to make sure that individual freedoms are respected. So that's what it really boils down to is individual liberty and individual freedoms. They. Yeah. So it seems like they're giving us a pathway of how to avoid this. Well, remember the left, um, the pro-abortion left are very, very big into saying my body, my choice. That whole my body, my choice thing goes by the wayside when we start talking about uh, compulsory vaccinations for some reason. I I don't understand how you can fall, uh, you know, pro-abortion but anti-vax. I want to play one more clip for you about the difference between the two. I want to talk about this ivermectin issue. And I want to show the video clip first. And uh, this right here is what's known as ivermectin. It is the antiparasitic medicine that was, at least prior to the year 2020, seen by most of the world as essentially a medical miracle. In fact, ivermectin, it was referred to by the UNESCO World Science Report as a, quote, critical component of one of the most triumphant public health campaigns ever waged in the developing world. Now, that is obviously very high praise. However, as you likely know, since the onset of the COVID pandemic, ivermectin has become something of a third rail topic, something that is completely taboo to discuss openly. Over the past three years, if you talked about it on mainstream media, you will be labeled as a conspiracy theorist as well as a purveyor of medical misinformation. If you mentioned it on social media, you would either be shadow banned or your account would actually be suspended. And if you were a doctor prescribing it to your patients, well, you face the real prospect of having your medical license put into jeopardy. That is how third rail this topic became. And one of the main reasons for why this topic became so taboo was because of the rhetoric that was coming out of America's alphabet agencies. Sure enough. Now I'm going to go right in from that one into the next one real quick because people have to understand this. Third rail this topic became. And one of the main reasons for why this topic became so taboo was because of the rhetoric that was coming out of America's alphabet agencies. The NIH, as well as their affiliated health agencies, the CDC and the FDA, they have all, in one loud, uniform voice, recommended people against using ivermectin as a potential treatment for COVID-19, going so far as to say that it's dangerous and potentially even deadly to take the drug. Again, despite the fact that for many years now, the FDA had approved ivermectin for broad use in humans to treat parasitic infections. But beginning in the year 2021, 
they began to publicly label this drug as something only fit for horses and not fit for human consumption. Here's, in fact, what they wrote in a very, very famous marketing tweet. Quote, you are not a horse. You are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. Now, funny enough, and we discussed this in greater depth in a previous episode, if you actually clicked on the website that the FDA linked in that particular social media post, you're taken to this page here. It's titled, Why You Should Not Use Ivermectin to Treat or Prevent COVID-19. And funny enough, that page, it actually includes a hyperlink to a bunch of clinical trials, half of which, if you look through them, they ironically say that ivermectin is effective at treating COVID. So there it is, right? So... I love it. They do that all the time when they stick their foot in their mouths. They cite studies as if you're not going to go read them. And then when you do read them, you'll see the studies contradict what they're saying. But they, lo- right, they right, love right. doing that. They, yeah. they love doing that. If, if for anyone who wants to go read a study that shows you exactly why you should not uh, or, or, or why you would increase your risk of myocarditis or any of that by getting vaccinated, go look at the Horowitz study. It, it, it was it – was, Double-blind study done over a long period of time. We have some empirical data now. It's been long enough since we've been issuing these vaccines that they were able to look at the outcome of people who took the vaccine and the rise or increase of myocarditis in men from the ages of 18 to 39. And it's undeniable that the spike or the increase in myocarditis in men from 18 to 39 is unmistakably linked back to what seems to be, according to that Horowitz study, the vaccine. And I, I yeah, but, and there's a bunch of articles and videos on Epic Times regarding vaccine injuries. It seems like they're the only ones that want to discuss the issue. Well, but personally, I I have ahead. two friends. One uh, gentleman, he had a mild heart attack. Uh, he's probably mid late fifties. Another one was an MD. He's, I think, about 43 years old now, but uh, um, he said after his second shot, he thought he was going to (laughs) die. Yeah, it's not the first time that I've heard these stories. I mean, I've I've told you my personal story. My wife is is deaf, and um, it's, it's very hard trying to get the insurance companies or anyone else to listen to us. Um and to get her the medical treatment necessary to treat her condition because they said it was done with emergency use authorization only, which makes her getting the injection elective. However, uh, the medical community was saying something altogether different. If you worked at a hospital or in a medical, uh, any, any medical uh, building or whatever, um, you were forced. You, you had to, it was compulsory. You had to take the vaccination or you would be dismissed from your job. So it wasn't just emergency use authorization only. Uh, You were forced against your will in order to get your paycheck and feed your children. You were forced to be a guinea pig and shoot a drug into your arm to which they didn't even want to tell you what was in it. And no true blind studies were ever done on it. None. Zero. Done. They weren't blind studies. When the information was, what, the, the vice president of, what was it, Pfizer or Moderna? I forget which one. I want to say it was Pfizer, the vice president uh, who left the company, came out and said, don't take the vaccine. How many people did James O'Keefe get uh, while he was undercover with, with, with the, the, the mic and the camera on where he sat down with? And they all said essentially that if you caught the disease or if you caught the virus, rather, 
um, don't get the vaccine because you, you have an immunity for a while. They're, I, they wouldn't do it. So if they're saying they wouldn't do it, why in the hell would you do it? <laughs> why, why would you do it? Uh, it makes no sense to me. And the last, But the last video, the last video here is why they tried to stop the use of ivermectin and hydrochloroquine. And we're we'll, going we'll look at this one, and I want to get your thoughts on this one. This one is interesting. Even outside of the clinical trials that were linked to by the FDA itself, there is a growing body of research showing that, for one, ivermectin is potentially an essential treatment for COVID, and that, secondly, the reason that it was strongly repelled and discounted by the government was so that they can maintain their emergency use authorization status for the mRNA-based vaccines. However, setting all that controversy aside, at least for the moment. So that was it. They wanted to make sure the emergency use authorization stayed intact. They were making tons of money off of it. And yet they, they, they demonized every doctor who treated anyone with hydrochloroquine and or ivermectin. And yet they came out with their own therapeutic called Paxlovid. And Paxlovid, look at the active ingredients in Paxlovid. It seems to be ivermectin and hydrochloroquine. So I guess it, what they were saying was it's, it's, it's not safe. Don't take those drugs unless we sell them to you. Because when we sell them to you, it's okay. That's, that's when it's okay. Your thoughts? Yeah, to me, you know, the best is, is a natural immunity. Having studied biology, you understand that once you get sick, you, you build up your immune system. How can something that's made help your natural immunity? That's right. That's right. Well, Nat, I, I, I have fun with you. Always enjoy talking to you. Um, we're we're going to be doing this on a weekly basis, Patriots. Uh, I love talking to this man. He's an encyclopedia of information and uh, just an all-around good guy. I enjoy uh, our time together. And, uh, Nat, would you want to close out and say anything before we sign off? Yeah, so, folks, just the path to truth. The only media that uh, I see providing complete truth that's unbiased, it's truly unbiased, uh, please check out the Epic Times. And we'll try to leave a link for you, Eddie, for you to post as well for anyone who wants to subscribe. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, we, we did what we did here at the Patriots Prayer Podcast and from the very beginning citing uh, the truth that we were able to get uh, garner from um, searching the Epic Times. And uh, we are getting a, a point of view uh, that you don't get anywhere else. You, you're, you're seeing true investigative journalism, and uh, the guys just really love what they're doing, and they're in this fight, and they're in this fight to win it. They're not part of the corporate media stooge crowd that's everywhere else, and uh, they really do uh, do a great story uh, do a, a great, excuse me, do a great service to anyone uh, looking for the truth, the real truth. Go check out Epic TV too. If you got an Amazon Fire Stick or Smart TV and you want some, you know, if you're like me and you stay up all night watching documentaries and you just want to learn the next thing and you really want to know what's going on, go download the Epic TV and look at some of the documentaries and what that they have on there. It is mind-blowing the amount of information they have on the Epic TV that you're not going to find anywhere else. So Yeah, there's a dollar subscription for two months for the online. 
So anyone and everyone should check that out. But they're a nonprofit, independently owned, so that's why they can't be bought. And, um, you know, it's going to take the truth to unite this country and to defeat this communist agenda that we have, that we're facing. That's right. That's right. It's, it's going to take all of us, and it definitely takes news organizations and journalists and reporters like the one you have over there at the Epic Times. And us right here at the Patriots Prayer, consider you a part of the Patriots Prayer family and just want to say thank you for taking the time to spend with us today. And uh, as usual, the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriots Prayer.